Microsoft may be changing the game for console and PC, but that's not enough. An Xbox mobile marketplace to compete with Apple and Google is reportedly under development. And Silent Hill is back. We got a whole bunch of new announcements about this beloved horror series. We're gonna talk about all this and so much more right now on Gaming News Weekly. Gaming News Weekly is back. We are the best weekly video game news show out there. Every single Monday, we're coming to you on YouTube, Fruit Lab, podcast services everywhere, bringing you all the biggest news in the video game industry. My name is Erock the Red. I'm joined by Sir Full Clip. He's knighted now, in case you didn't know. Um, how's it going, buddy? Pretty good, you know, since flying back from England from the knighthood and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm a little Who does jittery. the knighting now? Now that the Queen's gone. Who does oh, the knighting now? Sir Charles. I wasn't very uh, very happy with that. But I, yeah. I'm a bit jittery as of late because, as you know, we're right around the corner from Modern Warfare 2 being released. And right now, the campaign is out. And I want to play it because there's some exclusives you can get for multiplayer. But I mm -hmm. also want to finish this ridiculous atomic camo grind that i started and i want to get that done before playing the game give up give up on the grind <laughs> i'm too there's far a in. new no there's a new there's a new daddy in town and it's <laughs> modern warfare 2 and he he needs your attention yeah i'm gonna get started on this next round early i'm gonna start working immediately on camos yeah right away um, that's something that I never do. And like, uh, it's, I like when you went watching you do that, trying to get all the, the camels. Cause I, I do like ob objectives, oh, yeah. but, um, I get stuck on certain ones and I'm like, no, I just want to like, like where I was telling you earlier, you know, there, there's not enough time in the day to like do shit like that. You're not having fun with. That's how yeah. I'm, that's my new mentality about stuff. So I'm like, all right, just got to move on. Just run around with the one loadout that I'll use all the time. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. No, I'm glad. What? So um, you didn't play any Call of Duty. You didn't play the campaign. You didn't get any further. No, what not did yet. you play? Did you play anything else? Yeah, there was an update for Disney's Dreamlight Valley. <laughs> the first update so far added a scar to the little Ooh. sunlit plateau area. Um, not real sure what all is in there. I'm not sure if anybody is at this point because it's only been out for about a day and there's a quest for Scar that takes several days, I guess. So oh, we're not man. real sure. Wow. So we're okay with Scar here? I mean, he killed uh, yeah, Lion yeah. King's father. Like, he's a murderer. We've he's forgiven him. It's, murderer. <laughs> it, it, it's true, but it's uh, it's all forgiven in the Dreamlight Valley. Ursula is there. Right. Uh, Mother yeah. Gothel's there. So plenty of villains. Yeah. I know, like, I know, like, Goofy did, uh, accidentally, he killed someone in a hit and run. <laughs> that was too, manslaughter, so. though. <laughs> yeah. Vehicular manslaughter in okay. the jalopy. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I've been playing a bunch of stuff. So I've been just, well, not a bunch of stuff. I've been playing Overwatch 2 mostly. Um, just still going to town and that, getting all the, all the sweet, um, that, so that one, as I, as I just shit on, you do objectives, 
I've been very objective focused in that oh, game. Yeah. Um, but it's all new to me still. So it's like, I'm fine with it. It doesn't feel like a chore yet. But, you know, I got to cruise up that battle pass. Oh, yeah. Um, and the other game I've been playing that I've been looking forward to, and I've talked about it on here many, many times, uh, Marvel Snap, the new, um, it's a mobile and PC game. It's a card game by uh, Ben Brody, the guy who did Hearthstone, and it's amazing. I am obsessed with it. So um, I do blame this game if the quality of the show suffers tonight. I... Um, <laughs> During the time that I should have been doing some research, might have been playing more Marvel Snap, but it's a blast, dude. So it's a really well-made card game. Everything about it is, um, like, everything has an animation. Everything has a sound. Like, all this stuff. It's such a, like, a, it's just a super well-made, well-thought-out game. The cards are fun. Like, just everything about it is just so much fun. If you're into that sort of thing, like, you know, the the oh, yeah. card the multiplayer card games. But yeah, I definitely suggest even if even you're not a Marvel super fan, I get that. But like, check out this game, download yeah. it, give it a try. I want to hear what you have to think about it as someone who's not like like a comic book guy, because there's a lot of deep cuts. It's not just like the Avengers and stuff like that. It's a, it's comic book based, you know. But like the animations, when you like get enough points basically you can upgrade your card and it's not upgrading anything but the cosmetic look of it and even that is so cool mm -hmm. like you upgrade it once and it does a frame break so like the picture on it like bursts out of like the frame of the card if you upgrade it a second time it gets like a um like a three-dimensional look where if you move your your phone like the background oh, moves nice if you upgrade it again it becomes like animated in port in parts if you upgrade it again, then it's like shiny. And there's like a whole thing where it goes up to like, and it's it's such a cool idea. And it really it gives you a sense of pride when you're like playing against someone and you put out a card that looks dope. Yeah. Um, it's so I'm not even close to being there yet. Like, uh -oh. but it is, um, it's a blast, dude. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that, that really like speaks to my 90s kid heart. And I want my holographic uh, Charizard yes. and Pokemon cards yes. and stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. As a, like a card game too. And then like, so there's a ton of cards in it, but there's only one pool open at the beginning. You have to collect all the cards in that, that group that's set to open up the second set. So it's like, you know, it, it keeps it, it, it dumps it down for people not familiar with this like type of game or, or new to this style of game. So yeah, I definitely recommend it. It's a free game. Um, there's, you know, there's a store in it, but it's all cosmetic stuff. There's no pay to win. So Oh, very good. very cool yeah um so well that was one of our new releases should we uh, officially get into the the new releases from this past week yeah let's do it let's do it let's talk new releases first up a plague tale requiem came out for pc ps5 xbox s and x and the nintendo switch this is an action-adventure, survival, horror, stealth game. I think I got all the adjectives. Um, yeah. Where, like, you you're, you play as these two siblings, you play as both of them, and you have to, like, stealthily get through these worlds and avoid these giant hordes of rats that are full oh. of the plague. Um, and then also... You have powers where you could, like... One of them could control the rats to, like, okay. get them to to murder other people 
Lots yeah, of I was going to say, I watched the trailer and I thought like you were in control. You're like Willarding those rats or something. Yeah, I think you, you definitely have the ability to Willard them. But also if you, um, you know, if, if they get you or go near you, then it's like death. Mm-hmm. It's like they have like the black plague or whatever. And they'll eat you. They'll just eat you up. Yeah. Looked um, great from the trailer, though. Like cinematics, everything looks as good or just about as good as any like uh, Assassin's Creed game out there. Oh, absolutely. It looks beautiful. Now, this is a sequel to, um, I don't remember what the last one's called, A Plague Tale something. But I don't remember uh, what that was. And I never played it because, it, again, like we always talk about stealth games. I'm not huge into the stealth games. But I always wanted to check out the story because it looks it looks awesome. You yeah. know, just like the... And I guess I heard that the, the written story of it is really well done. The characters are really well done. This one's getting great reviews. It's got an 83 on Metacritic. Um, they're saying it's, you know, just a fantastic game. So I got it. I think it's... It, I mean, it's on the list. This one, the first one, both on the list to try yeah. sometime. But, um, yeah, I got to get in the mood for playing a game with, like, just hordes of deadly rats. Like, that's yeah. not, you know, it's not jumping out at me like, well, that sounds fun. Yeah. All right. Next up, Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed came out on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, XS. Um, this is a 4v1 asymmetrical horror game. Using the, the Ghostbusters guys, Dan nice. Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson are both in the game. Nice. So you got some hands-on time with this one, didn't you? I did. I did. I had. A, I I played it for a couple hours the other day. So the premise is you could either play as one of the Ghostbusters or you could play as the ghost. If you're a Ghostbuster, it's in a first-person mode. Um, ghost. If you play as a ghost, it's like a third person. You see the ghost in front of you, and if you're playing as a ghost, your objective is to scare people and like haunt people and get them to like <laughs> get leave slimed. the house. You, yeah, you want to haunt the the house to a certain level. And if you play as the Ghostbuster, well, you got to bust that ghost. So um, I played it. I had a blast playing as both of them. The ghost. When I played as the ghost, no clue what I was doing. Huh. Not a clue. I did the like. There's a tutorial. I did a tutorial, but like. I don't know. I didn't know if I was accomplishing anything. I would jump out there and I would try to scare them. And they would just, like, the people would just kind of stand there and just look at me. And I'm like, I, this is not working. Wow. Yeah. But then I would get caught by the ghost buzzers. I would get put in a little thing. And, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a whole thing. Yeah. But I had a lot of fun with it. Those asymmetrical games do tend to be kind of hard to figure out at first. Yeah. 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 They really, there's no, like... It didn't really tell me anything. Like as the Ghostbuster, um, there was a, much more of a tutorial. So um, you know, I'm able to. So you, you get the ghost in the beam, and then you got to throw the trap out, and oh, then yeah. push it into the trap. It's like a whole thing. Um, so that yeah, I was able to figure it out. But as the ghost, I'm out there. You could possess things. Like you know how like in um, what's that Call of Duty mode where you could like turn it prop hunt. Oh yeah. Um, where you could just turn into like random things. So I'm like, as like a, like a floor buffer and I'm just chasing people down the hall and stuff. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. Uh, but yeah, I got to get some more time on it. I'm, I'm actually having a great time and you could like customize your own ghostbuster and I didn't try it, but probably your ghost. I don't know. But um, yeah, definitely give it a shot. If oh, yeah. you're, especially if you, you know, if you want to play with a couple of friends, like I didn't even get a chance to play with my friends, but I think it would be a blast. Just like, you know, screaming like, where's the ghost? Like, you, oh, you yeah. know, so. 
All right, another one. Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope came out on October 20th for the Nintendo Switch. This is a turn-based strategy game. It's a sequel to um, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle, which is a very popular Nintendo Switch game. You ever played that one? No. Yeah, I, you're not into the, the real-time strategy games, are you? Like, I uh, think we've I'm, talked about them before. One of the last ones that I played, uh, one of the Mario, like Paper Mario, it has elements of that. Um, and, and I didn't hate that. I just, uh, I had no idea that that's what this type of game was until I saw the gameplay of it. Yeah. Yeah. So basically what it is, you got like, um, these characters and you have to move them to de designated spots on the board. And then the, each one of them has different skills. Um, but you know, you got nine different characters to choose from. You pick three heroes at a time and you gotta, I don't do you battle the rabbits? Are you a team with the rabbits? I don't know. Uh, I think you're a team with the rabbits, from what I saw. Mm. Well, that looks cool. I, it's in, it's interesting that the rabbits are still a thing. Yeah, it's, it's such a you know, uh, what was it? There was Rayman uh, characters, right? Rayman. Yeah, I believe so. Rabbits. Um, so yeah, this one it's it's getting great reviews again. Eighty six uh, on Metacritic right now. The the first one has gone on sale recently. A bunch of times and it's you don't see those you know those nintendo games drop too much in price yeah but i think it was like 20 bucks recently and i was like i should get it because it's it it has a huge following um but it's not my it's not my type of game the real-time strategy but i think on the switch it probably is where it feels best you know you can yeah. just have it it's not like a graphically um amazing game so i think it would work great there Last up, Gotham Knights came out PC, PS5, and Xbox S and X. This came out October 21st. I've been looking forward to this one for a long time, and I'm a little bummed because the reviews are not oh, yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. They're 68 on Metacritic. So um, at the same time, I kind of feel like a little sense of relief because I'm already playing so much <laughs> stuff that I could just kind of let this one by for a little bit. But... Um, so what it is, it's Batman's dead in this game. You play as either Nightwing, Batgirl, Robin, or Red Hood. And uh, it's just, it's, it's basically like one of those Batman games. You know, that Batman fighting style. Yeah, like the Arkham Asylum and that whole exactly series. Yeah, yep. everybody's got skills and they could level up and that sort of thing. Uh, but what was really cool is that it had two-player drop-in co-op where, you know, you can just pop in, pick another character, and then you're, you're playing, you're smashing these fools um with a friend of yours and uh that's the part i was really excited for and they also did announce that there's a four player part coming um sometime in november as it as like an add-on and that is going to be like an arena like a big arena and you go through and you have to do objectives and and oh, fight nice. people so that seems pretty cool but um yeah i i didn't read any of the reviews i gotta re read some i just saw some headlines saying that it was just meh you know, it could have yeah. been so much more, and it just didn't impress. So Yeah, I heard that it's got kind of a, a shallow and predictable story, is I think how they mm -hmm. put it. But that's uh, that's understandable. It's more of like a beat-em-up game anyway, I think. Looks pretty satisfying from that aspect. Yeah, as long as the gameplay is fun and interesting, you know, that could save it. But, you know, with these comic book games, story is always pretty key. So that's kind of, you know, that's a bummer, but I'll get it on sale now at some point. Or maybe it'll come yeah. to Game Pass. Um, but yeah, dude, there was so many, like, it. this was the one of the biggest new release weeks we've had in a long time. 
because I oh, struggled because yeah. there was some other one. Jackbox uh, Party Pack 9 uh, came out, uh, which is always fun. Yeah. Um, the new Tales from the Borderlands game came out. Uh, there was a Warhammer game that came out. Persona 5 Royale, that just came out. So it was like a big, big week, but I thought these were the, the ones that we needed to focus on. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a good lot. Buried. It is a good lot. Um, all right. Well, let's switch things up. Let's move things along. Let's talk about our news of the week. All right, let's continue talking some new releases. The new releases to Game Pass. The second wave of Game Pass games for October were announced, and they are Plague Tale Requiem. Talked about that. That is a day one game. Amnesia Collection uh, is out now on Cloud Console and PC. And then Amnesia Rebirth, also out on Cloud Console and PC. Those are both, um, they're all horror titles. I played Amnesia Rebirth, and it is spooky. Um, Have you ever played any of these games? I tried one. I played a little bit of it, but it just wasn't my cup of tea. Yeah, it's just unsettling because it's all about being in the dark and like being in the dark drives you crazy. So it was like, and then you start hearing noises and whispers. It was weird. Um, Phantom Abyss is a game preview that's out now on cloud PC and console. Uh, That's a massive asynchronous multiplayer game that casts players into procedurally generated temples and tasks them with retrieving the sacred relics. Um. All right. I yeah, I, I thought I that one gameplay. It, it sounded pretty cool because it's like uh, you only have one chance if you die mm-hmm. while you're in this procedurally generated like temple or whatever they say, or you uh, you settle for some lesser loot. You never have another chance of uh, doing that one again. Oh, what did you see any gameplay of it? No, not yet. Yeah, I gotta look. I wonder what is it? It's like two D or whatever. Um, cool. That sounds cool. Uh, and then Soma. Uh, from the creators of the Amnesia series. That's out now on Cloud Console and PC. That is a very creepy game. I played that a little bit. Um, that's more of a sci-fi horror game. It's a blast. There's a lot of good, scary games coming yeah. out for uh, for Halloween. Uh, and then Persona 5 Royal uh, came out October 21st. This is um, just the basically the you know the ultimate edition of Persona 5. Um, role-playing game very very japanese role-playing game yeah uh very highly regarded uh and then frog detective the entire mystery comes out october 27th on pc gunfire reborn october 27th cloud console and pc uh that's like a first person shooter roguelite uh type game and then signalis is a day one game october 27th on cloud console and pc uh, that one, awaken from slumber and explore a surreal retro tech world as Ilster, a technician replica, searching for her lost partner and her lost dreams. Ooh, spooky. Terrifying secrets, challenging puzzles, and nightmarish creatures in a tense and melancholic experience of cosmic dread. What a what a great uh, synopsis. Yeah. Melancholic experience of cosmic dread. And classic psychological survival horror. I think that's what I'm having trying to get the Call of Duty camos right now. <laughs> oh, man. That's got to be like the title on your next thumbnail for that. Oh, yeah. 
Um, so yeah, it's a uh, very spooky week of games coming to Game Pass. And um, yeah, some games leaving at the end of the month. Alan Wake, American Nightmare, uh, Backbone, Bassmaster Fishing 2022, Non-Guns, Doppelganger Edition, Project Wingman, Second Extinction, Sniper Elite 4, and The Forgotten City. So, Don't tell me they're taking my Bassmaster Fishing 2022. Yeah, you're going to have to play Bassmaster Fishing 2021 for a little bit. Yep. Honestly, no joke, I always want to try one of these fishing games just to see like if it's as boring as regular fishing is. Yes. But those are the new games coming the rest of this month on Game Pass. Um, let me tell you a game that we're not going to be seeing anytime soon on Game Pass. Call of Duty is not going to be on Game Pass anytime soon. So we're hearing things. So we talked about it last week. This whole Activision Blizzard is, it's you know, a lot of documents are coming out talking about different things that are behind the scenes. Um, One of those things is we saw a document saying that Sony has blocked Call of Duty from being on Game Pass. So um, the, the claim said specifically this, Microsoft's ability to continue expanding Game Pass has been hampered by Sony's desire to inhibit such growth. Um, Sony pays for blocking rights to prevent developers from adding content to Game Pass and other competing subscription services. So, allegedly, Sony has paid, as as part of their deal um, to Activision and Call of Duty, that they can block the game from being on other, you know, subscription services. Now, we don't know, outside of this little sentence... We don't know really anything. It could mean yeah. so many things as far as it being blocked. But, you know, Microsoft's, you know, they're kind of putting it out there, a little nudge saying, look at what bad guy Sony's doing. They're stopping, stopping you from playing Call of Duty on this thing. What yeah. do you think this means? <laughs> uh, it, it's interesting. I think that it, this is probably not something that Sony's done in response to what Game Pass is now. Because it being what it is now has only been this way for, what, like half a year or a year? Yeah. Um, as, as big and grand as it is with all these day one AAA titles. This sounds like something that was probably in their deal with Call of, or well with Activision Blizzard mm-hmm. because they, they have had deals for the past like 10 years with them to keep exclusive content and um, first uh, early access content and things like that for Call of Duty. So it's probably just written in there that, that they are to get some sort of exclusive rights, and there's no way you're going to get around that to put this on Game Pass exclusively or something. That's exactly my thoughts, too, especially when it says some some are saying that the um, the deal lasts into 2024. So, yeah. you know, not not much longer, basically just, you know, I don't know, another year or two yeah. into this. So now this goes hand-in-hand with, we talked about it before, that um, previously Bill Spencer said that they pitched a three-year plan to Sony, and Jim Ryan, uh, the head of Sony, said that that was an unsatisfactory deal, saying that, um, you know, we've had Call of Duty on Sony consoles for 20 years, 
and now you're going to say we can only have it for three years and then and then what you know so we again we talked about it last week they're they're upset about call of duty they don't want to lose call of duty yeah and it just i don't know it seems more and more like a matter of just a matter of time with this if the deal goes through yeah you know and i mean you don't even know if you're Sony what they plan to do, and I guess that's the scary part because it might be in their uh, in Microsoft's um, financial interest to make sure that it's out on as many consoles as possible, including the PlayStation. But until they've got it in writing, they just don't know. You would think that it would be like the amount of microtransactions and stuff in these games, just Warzone alone. Yeah. You know, um, think. I mean, like, does the does the amount of subscribers that you'd get to Game Pass outweigh the, you know, the amount of income you'd get from having it available on the PlayStation console? So yeah, yeah, it's interesting when we when so when they first pitched this this merger, we talked a lot about this specific thing and saying that it seems crazy to make it exclusive. The amount of money that you'd be um, giving up. From the Sony side of it, I don't know, man. But yeah. they're crazy enough; they just might do it. I mean, it it kind of seems like it doesn't make sense to even put it on Game Pass because sixty or now games are costing seventy dollars a pop. Uh, the mm-hmm. new Call of Duty was seventy dollars, by the way. Yeah, seventy dollars per game sold versus a ten dollars subscription a month or fifteen dollars subscription a month for people who might drop it after two months. Um, yep. It'd be great if it's on Game Pass. I would not complain because it's going to save me 60 up front. If it goes off of Game Pass six months into the Call of Duty cycle and I then have to buy it on sale for $30, I'm still making out like a winner there because I get all this extra content on Game Pass. But right now, I, I just settle for this being available on the Xbox Store, Microsoft Store, whichever that is. Because yeah. unfortunately, at least it is available on Steam this year. Um, but I don't think it's available outside of that and uh, their first party um, blizzard.net or whatever that is launcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's real interesting. I mean, we're still ways away from this becoming a reality if the if the merger goes through. Um, even then after that, you know, I think there's still a few years um, before we'd see a Microsoft owned call of duty getting you know having to deal with something like this but yeah it's 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 this battle over this one game it's it's interesting it's way more um it's uh, it's more surprising than i expected i didn't expect this game i mean and i should have i should have expect call of duty one of the you know the biggest money-making games out there to be something that they would fight for so yeah and keep in mind we have to talk about this in this way right now this deal hasn't even gone through. Microsoft does not own Activision Blizzard. Yeah. Yeah, it's um and the more that I read about it, the more I'm wondering if this is going to go through. Like I'm getting there's a lot of um you know, the UK is is reviewing it right now and they are not pleased with it it seems. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Another piece of info that we got from the investigation is that Microsoft is planning a mobile store. Uh, I thought this was interesting. I thought it was uh, very smart. Uh, so it starts out, um, all right, this came from the UK's 
whatever their CMA, whatever, who's reviewing it. They found these documents saying that, you know, they're looking to, to beef up this, uh, uh, this store for its mobile game presence. And a quote from, um, from the, uh, the filing is this, the transaction will improve Microsoft's ability to create a next generation game store, which operates across a range of devices, including mobile as a result of the addition of Activision Blizzard's content. Building on Activision Blizzard's existing communities of gamers, Xbox will seek to scale the Xbox Store to mobile, attracting gamers to a new Xbox mobile platform. Shifting consumers away from the Play Store and App Store on mobile devices will, however, require a major shift in consumer behavior. Microsoft hopes that by offering well-known and popular content, gamers will be more inclined to try something new. My first thought, what, why? Why would they make this? And then I started thinking about all the games they would get in this deal. Candy Crush. Diablo Immortal. Call of Duty Mobile. Like, I was like, okay, this makes perfect sense. And it is an amazing idea for for Microsoft to do that. Just think, they'd cut out the middleman. Just, uh, well, in some ways. We know from the the Epic Apple lawsuit that you're never cutting them out to, to all the way. Yeah, that, that's the thing I was going to bring up. I'm, I, I can't remember because we covered so much about that. I really can't remember what the final outcome was or how that weighs into this. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess with this, you would think that um, there's, you know, there's the, the Windows phones. Microsoft has their own, you know, Android phones. You would think for that, I believe they'd be able to just cut out anything. You'd go directly yeah. to their store if you want to pay. But if you're playing on the iPhone, I think they ended up getting a percentage still of yeah. any purchases made within the game. So, you know, you're still not cutting out the the big dog Apple. But definitely makes sense considering World of Warcraft, um, you know, all these games that uh, you can just pop on mobile there and just, bam. Great idea. Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to say the least. Um, it, yeah, it's it's... Uh, there's a lot of talk about it being more like cloud focused as well. I'm not sure mm-hmm. um, how much will be like full titles right there for mobile and how much will be cloud based stuff. Because if they can sell you Skyrim and you can then stream it from their service for so much a month or yeah, mm-hmm. not a lot of details, <laughs> very, very little yeah. in that actually uh, in that actual reveal. Yeah. Yeah. Very little. Again, it's just like an idea that they're kicking around now. If, if the deal doesn't go through with um, Activision Blizzard, do you think they should still do it? Do you think there's still a market for maybe converting some of their games to mobile games? I would think so. If uh, if they do it right and it is like, there's got to be some value there that they're not yeah. already giving with this, this cloud gaming right now. Um, because I, I'm just not sure if there's a market for it as is. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen numbers on like, what mobile gaming is like for non-mobile titles, the cloud gaming, because we saw Stadia just shut down. Exactly, and if this is yeah. like a, 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 another version of Stadia, I don't know how much better uh, uh, prospects this has of surviving. Yeah, no, I totally agree. So uh, there's a definitely a big market in mobile, but yeah, it just depends on how it's handled for sure. All right, let's talk Silent Hill. Are you a fan of Silent Hill? I've seen a movie or two, okay. maybe. You never Is played any of the games? Two movies? 
Um, there have been. I yeah. think there was one on GameCube with a chainsaw controller that my buddy had. That's oh, the only shit. one I've ever played. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Um, yeah, I was a big Silent Hill fan uh, in my youth. And uh, so I was really excited. So there was a whole showcase. It wasn't just one game. Like, you know, there was talk of, there were leaks and talk of, uh, you know, a game or two. But they did a whole thing. And here's what they announced at this showcase. Silent Hill 2 Remake done by Bloober Team. Bloober Team's one of the, the leading studios in horror games now. Very excited for this idea. And uh, yeah, came with a trailer. Looks amazing. Looks scary. You got the nurses, creepy walking, pyramid head guy. Um, Looks awesome. That looks great. And it's all like 4K, beautiful, um, beautiful looking. So that one, very excited for that. Then they talked about Silent Hill Townfall. This is a new uh, spinoff developed by No Code Studios. And um, it's going to be a unique take on the Silent Hill franchise. So that one, there's a trailer and it just shows like a, like a handheld TV, like going through like these channels and it doesn't show anything, but it has yeah. a weird sense of creepiness. Another one, Silent Hill F. This is a, another spin-off. This one's set in 1960s Japan, and it is a, uh, you know, it's a creepy uh, spin-off game. I don't know. Yeah. That'd trailer, be a very again, interesting setting. It looks beautiful. Like So this trailer, like... It was like it was beautiful settings, and then it like started like this weird parasite thing creeped in. It was I don't know. It was uncomfortable, uh, especially if it can tie into like World War II, because we're talking maybe fifteen years after mm. those atomic bombs mm-hmm. were dropped. If there's some tie in there, that could get kind of crazy. It could, yeah. And then, you know those Japanese horror things are always weird. It's little schoolgirls oh, yeah. like uh, going getting possessed and killing other people. Um, and then Silent Hill Ascension. This uh, was very interesting. So this is a a project where participants around the world can control the characters in a new Silent Hill story. Now I don't know what that means. I don't know if it's like how like they did like the was it like Twitch plays uh, where they like people decided like how people played like Pokemon or oh, whatever. Yeah. You ever watch those? Yeah. Um, so I don't know if it's gonna be something like that, but all right, sure. I don't. Why not? Right. Yeah. And then uh, Return to Silent Hill is a the surprise trilogy um, of the, the movie. So, yes, you were right. There are two Silent Hill movies, okay. and this will be the third one that no one ever thought they would make because, I mean, the first two were good. They didn't like, you know, they weren't super mega hits or whatever. But, you know, this is in the plans. No information really on that just yet so um yeah i'm excited for it though the, the first two movies were good they, they were they're real creepy um will you will you check out a silent hill i will i mean there's a lot of potential there uh mm-hmm. i it's it's difficult for me to tell like which one's the triple a which one's the double a which one's the yeah. random spin-off mobile game with all yeah. of this being announced at once but yeah, uh, i'll was, check something uh, out yeah, there's a lot. I think, I've, if anything, Silent Hill 2 Remake is going to be awesome. The first game, um, not the first game, Silent Hill 2, the original one, is such a good game. It's a very, very creepy game. And now that Bloober Team is doing it, and it looks amazing, I think if you ever want to get into a game and be like really freaked out, this is going to be the one to do it. Yeah. 
All right, enough about Silent Hill. I'm too scared. I'm too scared to go any further. Although, we could talk about something even scarier. Netflix gaming. Ooh. They're still doing it. They're still going at it. And they bought another studio. Or they're building another studio. This one um, includes the former Blizzard vice president, Chaco Sunny, as the leader of this new studio. Um, so, a quote... After getting him, they said, he could have done anything, but he chose to come here. You don't get people like that coming to your organization to build the next big thing in gaming unless there's a sense that we're really in it for the long haul and in it for the right reasons. So, they are in it for the long haul. They're still doing it, even though, like, what was that report that said that, well, I think 1%, less than 1% of Netflix subscribers have played the games? Yeah. I believe it. I was going to ask you, have you ever messed with that? I did once when it was just announced and more, more as homework for this show. Hmm. Um, but they have, so right now they have 35 games available that you could download. Some good games. I'm not like, I'm not a huge mobile gamer. So it's, it's hard for me. I don't know what their audience is, but um, there's some good games. And they have another 55 games on the way so they're they're all in on their mobile gaming so oh, yeah. um but yes new stranger things games coming out uh and new spongebob squarepants games that they'll they'll own they're coming to mobile so yeah i don't know who's playing the i mean obviously only one percent of people are playing them but they're free like they're free yeah. to play with the subscription one percent of all the people subscribed to Netflix is still a pretty large number, I guess. That is true. That is true. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know what's gonna what it would take to get me to go play one of these games because I see them come out. I'm like, you know, they're just like every they're just like every other mobile game. Yeah. Less. Well, these of these the should endless be no, runners. Yeah. <laughs> These should be with no microtransactions. That should be the right. big difference. It's like yes. you're getting the premium experience. That's true. That is a good point, yeah. So if you're ever looking for something like that, yeah, there's no ads, no microtransactions. So I just know that like some of the games that have been out for console or Nintendo Switch that then came out to mobile, um, like Spirit Fair. I've raved about Spirit Fair before, and I know that's available on the Netflix gaming. So, yeah. um, you know, they got the, the hearts in the right place. Um, yeah. And they also oh. talked about... Uh, getting into the cloud gaming as well. So, yeah. We'll see what that means. I guess what would get me to do it is if there's a really good show on Netflix, say like Cyberpunk Edge Runners. I just watched mm -hmm. the whole thing. I'm really hyped up about it. If they had some mobile game, like a card game or who knows what, and that comes out about the same time that I could just jump right into after watching the show, I'd probably do yeah. it. Yeah. Absolutely. For my for my style of gaming, yeah, I love the card games, the match three games for mobile. Like I'm not, I don't want to sit and have like my fingers on the screens playing like an action game, like a yeah. Call of Duty or something. I can't, I can't get into those. I have, I have an Xbox and a and a PlayStation for that, yeah. you know. Um, so it's the ones where I could play real quick while I'm like taking a poop or something or watching a show that I really don't care about. You know, those are the games I want more of. I but I don't know if I'm the guy that they're marketing to. You know, but they should be. They absolutely should be. Look at me. Look at me. 
All right. Let's move on. Bad news for gamers. Good news for us. G4 True. is being shut down. The uh, rebooted video game news fun channel um, made it almost a year. But they are being shut down uh, due to low viewership and high costs. I saw one article showed that like there was like a thousand people wa- that watched G4. Oh wow! It was like really low. Um, and then on top of that, they had like all these big names like hosting shows or being like guests on the shows, like big Twitch streamers that were demanding like thirty thousand dollars to like oh. be on the show. So um, it was a bummer. I definitely had nostalgia for it from when I, you know, when I was young and had cable. Now, I don't have cable, and I don't think a lot of people, not many people have cable anymore. Yeah. You know? So, it's hard to have a, a new cable network for this um, demographic. I think a lot yeah. of people that, that that would be watching it are using streaming services or pirating shows or whatever still, you know? Definitely. Yeah, and, you know, I missed out on the first go of it back in the day. It didn't have that channel on our cable package, but uh, I had high hopes for this one. And I was surprised to see that it was even an actual TV channel. And I'm wondering if maybe if if it would have been solely on Twitch and YouTube, because they were really good about uh, simulcasting their stuff onto those platforms. Mm-hmm. If it were just that and there weren't the overhead of having an actual TV channel, would it still be around? I really enjoyed yeah. their YouTube like rundowns of older oh, games. Absolutely. Even. Yeah. Yeah. I think they I mean, honestly they should have pivoted and just made a YouTube channel. But like. Yeah, I don't know if you can still keep the caliber of talent that they had yeah. hosting their shows if you're just going to be like, okay, this is going to be a YouTube show. Because they could go out there and make their own YouTube show, you know, like Xavier Woods or whatever. Uh, you know, all those people had them yeah. something. But um, I just want to read a quote from Comcast CEO Dave Scott. He said, we invested to create the new G4 as an online and TV destination for fans to be entertained, be inspired, and connect with gaming content. Over the past several months, we worked hard to generate that interest in G4, but viewership is low, and the network has not achieved sustainable financial results. This is certainly not what we hoped for, and as a result, we have made a very difficult decision to discontinue G4's operations effective immediately. Um, so then it says there will be a, uh, a few dozen employees and contract workers that will be affected by this and laid off, so... Um, yeah, bummer, but like I said, good news for us. Gaming News Weekly, we're still doing it out here, baby. We're going to get our TV channel soon. Oh, yeah. They can't yeah. shut us down. No, we're like pirate pirate TV. Um, and that's all, that's all the news I got. You got anything else uh, you want to add? Got nothing for you. Nothing this week. I always look forward to full clips. One more thing. But, oh, yeah. um. Yeah, next week. We'll keep it here. Keep it locked in to, to Gaming News Weekly for those other words of wisdom from, from our full clip. And thank you so much for checking out this episode of Gaming News Weekly. Uh, my name is Erector Red. I'm on Fruit Lab playing Vigier games, doing some game reviews. Uh, full clip is there as well, doing the same thing. And uh, we were both on YouTube. I'm at Pop Culture Playground. Uh, he is at GameFAX, G-A-M-E-F-A-X. He's also on Twitch, FullClip underscore F-L. 
And uh, yeah, and this show, Gaming News Weekly, it's available on YouTube, Fruit Lab, podcast services everywhere. If you do go to Apple Music or Spotify, please leave us a five-star review. Tell us how much you love the show. And, uh, you know, we'll send you um, our firstborn child. Oh, yeah. That's how much it means to us. Um, all right. I think we. I think that's it. We did the whole thing. I have to go charge my phone because it is... I'm at 1% and I can't play Marvel Snap. Ooh. Oh, no. I know. It's. A, it, I'll tell you the one thing about this game, though. It just sucks the life out of my phone, so... Oh yeah, it's it's gonna be a struggle. I'm gonna be connected to a wall until I get a <laughs> until I get a new phone. So. Uh, all right. Well, thanks so much. We will see you guys next week with more gaming news weekly. <laughs>